0: Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unification community as hundukwe. Today we are reading from True Mother, Hak-johan Moon, an anthology. Book 4, Part 1, Section 2. The Background of True Mother's Birth. True Mother's Hometown and the Jungju-Han Clan. Korea has 4,300 years of history. This history includes the era of Gojo-sun the Korean people were called the Dongi people, a people in the East who studied astronomy and interpreted the stars to ascertain heavenly fortune. In every era of its history, Korea has upheld a national religion. In the eras of Silla and Goryeo, it was Buddhism, and in the era of Joseon, it was Confucianism. When we trace back to the earliest history of Korea, we find a record that the Han clan preceded even the Gojo-sun era. There we can find the origin of the Korean people from a time even earlier than the Gojo-sun era. The Korean alphabet was revealed during the reign of King Sejong, who promulgated it as Hanmin jong meaning the teaching of correct sounds for the people. The name can be interpreted to mean that those who teach and learn what is right will continue on even if their country falls into ruin. I came to learn that the Donggi people, here referring to the Korean race, have such a history and character. It is generally believed that Korean history spans approximately 4,000 years, beginning with the gojo era. However, the Han people already existed 3,000 years prior to the gojo era, and their place of origin on the Korean peninsula was Chengju. I am now working to systematically organize all the material that I have compiled and publish a book about the ancient history of Korea, one that does not treat Korea in isolation, but demonstrates its links with the history of other Far Eastern nations. Pyongyang province means a province, a home, a road where you can settle down because it is flat. Jungju and Anju are both located there. Mother's hometown is Anju. And mine is Chungju. North Chengzheng Province is Mother's ancestral hometown. Chengju is the original hometown of the Han family. Mother always boasts to me of Chengju being the hometown of the Hans. Chengju is made up of the Chinese characters Cheng, meaning clear, and Zhu, meaning village. Mother's ancestors lived in South Pyongyang Province. Mother's surname is Han. Where are the ancestors of the Han family? They are in Chengju. Therefore, if our sons and daughters wanted to make their way to their mother's ancestral hometown, they would visit the land of Chengju. True Mother's maternal grandmother's family name is Zhou. Her family lived in a wealthy village, a community of tile roofed houses where many government officials lived. True Mother's maternal grandmother, the third generation of her ancestral line, was a direct descendant of Zhou Han Jun. Coming out of such a meritorious family tradition, both her maternal grandmother and Damanim greatly loved True Mother and devoted special attention to raising her. Since Damanim was often traveling all over the nation looking for the Lord, it was Grandmother Joe who actually raised True Mother. This family wanted more than anyone else to know all the secrets of the spirit world. The wealthy man who built the Dalai Bridge in Jungju at the time of the Joseon dynasty was Zhou Hanjun. He was mother's maternal ancestor. There was a legend that the Son of Heaven would be born through Zhou Hanjun, but she was born as a daughter instead. There was also a prophecy that she would be born as a daughter. And because of it, a stone Maitreya statue came into existence on the hill in front of their home. The statue was so magical that in the past, anyone who wished to climb over that hill on horseback had to get down from the horse and bow to it. Otherwise, his horse's hooves would get stuck to the ground and would not be able to move. True Mother's maternal grandmother, Zhou Wan Mo, was a direct descendant of Zhou Han Jun. The character Zhou of her family name means nation. It signifies that Damonim's mother was in the position of a mother of the nation. That is the way the generations of her family tradition connected through history. Here is a true story. After no one had repaired or maintained the Dalai Bridge in Jungju for many decades, it started to deteriorate. Eventually, it reached the point that people could not cross the bridge, and the road was blocked. Ruins of the broken bridge created an obstruction that caused the river to back up and overflow its banks, and it became buried under the sand and mud of the river. There was also a prophecy. If a rock carved like a totem pole that stood beside the bridge became buried, then the nation of Korea would fall. But if that rock was clearly exposed to the people, then a new heaven and earth would unfold in Korea. True Mother was born as a third-generation only daughter. For Mother to be born, there had to be three generations of only daughters, and at the same time... Those three generations had to have the foundation of having made preparations to receive the coming Lord. Thankfully, Mother's lineage is such that the three successive generations of her grandmother, her mother, and Mother herself were all only daughters. Mother was born as the only daughter of three generations. Mother's grandmother was an only daughter. Mother's mother was also an only daughter. And Mother herself is an only daughter. These three generations all worked together to receive the Lord of the Second Advent. Mother had to be born as the culmination of three such generations. Otherwise, she could not have become the true mother. Not just anyone can become true mother. She has to emerge in accordance with the law of restoration through indemnity. Three generations of mother's family made preparations to receive the Lord of the Second Advent. This can be traced back in history. They were opposed by Protestants and Catholics. Reverend Lee Young-do was severely persecuted for creating the New Jesus Church. Mother received a blessing after she became connected to the spiritual works and core believers of Korea. It was also important that she not have more than 12 people in her clan. Not just anyone can become the True Mother. The conditions in the Providence to prepare someone to become True Mother were connected with providential relationships, focused on the work to restore Eve. This required three women to meet internal and external conditions. On that basis, True Mother could appear before the Lord and be joined with Him in marriage. These three women were of three generations, representing the formation, growth, and completion stages. The unity of grandmother, mother, and daughter was like connecting the Old Testament age, New Testament age, and Completed Testament age. On that basis, it was possible for heaven to inaugurate the era for establishing the true parents. Among those women, true mother is the center. The person representing the formation stage is not the center, nor is the person representing the growth stage. In the ages of history, all must pass through three stages. In the horizontal ages, all can stand on the level of perfection only with the fulfillment of the third stage— The completion stage. Mother is the representative of all women in the world. A single woman representing all women had to be linked to another such single woman, who in turn would be connected to Mother. In other words, in the background behind her becoming true mother, there had to be a connection of three generations. Originally, true parents should have been an only son and an only daughter. Adam was an only son, as was Jesus. From the perspective of God's will, the Lord of the Second Advent is also like an only son. Since she has to help establish the will of the only son, mother too must be the eldest and the only daughter. That is why, in the providence of restoration, a man and a woman need to stand in complementary positions, become one, and rise above Satan's world to enter the kingdom of heaven together. The Meaning of True Mother's Name True Mother's name is Hakja. These characters mean crane and son. Cranes fly over the Himalayas and then land on the plains where they hatch their eggs. This symbolizes the mission that Eve is to fulfill. The character Ja, meaning son, symbolizes that she is the woman who yearns for the Son of God. True Mother's mission is to climb over the Himalayas and give birth to sons and daughters in the world of peace. Cranes do not eat just anything. They eat only clean things— they eat things that are nutritious but light. Once a crane starts to fly, it hardly changes direction as it flies high in the sky. For this reason, people in the east love cranes. Mother's name is Hakja, and why do you think it is Hakja? It could have been Haknyo, meaning woman or daughter. So why did it become Hakja? I thought, oh, they included the Chinese character Fa, meaning son. When they named her because they wanted to form a connection to the Son of God. Because she originally was born as who she is, she was given her name. Han can represent Korea and even the universe. Han also means one and the best. Mother's name is good, Hak Jahan. For a woman to stand as a qualified object partner of Reverend Moon, she must be a scholar. Han can stand for the study of Chinese classics but also the study of the subject of sorrow. She must be a scholar who has studied about God more than anyone else. If a woman can achieve that, she will advance to the position of God's object partner without fail. That is why both mother's given name and her surname are auspicious, and now she has attained such a position. Chapter 3 The Central Succession of Faith in Preparation for the Coming Lord Spirit-Led Churches That Prepared Heaven's New Providence In the land of Korea, God has been conducting spiritual work focusing on Christianity. Focusing on certain Spirit-led Christian churches, God prepared a foundation in the 1930s and the 1940s before Korea's liberation from Japan. To prepare to receive the returning Lord, those Christian churches had to understand God's internal circumstances and attend His internal will. God led this work through numerous families and pioneers. In Chosan, Pyongyang, and Wansan, they did everything they could to prepare a good environment for the time of the Lord's return. Since Christianity was called to fulfill the will to receive the Lord, God had these faithful believers prepare a spiritual environment to receive Him. Among people doing the spiritual work was Rev. Kim Song Do, who lived in Chosan. Another spiritual leader at that time was Reverend Bak nam Ju from Ham-hung, who was granted authorization by the Japanese Governor General's office in Korea to lead the Holy Lord Church. This was possible only because of guidance from the spirit world. The spirit world gave a message to Reverend Bak to walk barefoot from Ham-hung to Cholsan and meet Reverend Kim. Although the distance was some 240 to 280 kilometers, he walked barefoot and met Rev. Kim. In this way, the spiritual foundations of the east and west sides of the Korean peninsula were united. God prepared this foundation of unity so that the returning Lord would not be persecuted when he arrived. This is how the Holy Lord Church, Sungju-gyo, was formed. Its name takes Sung, meaning holy, from Kim Sung-do, and Ju, meaning the Lord, from Baknam-ju. However, a problem arose. Kim Sung-do viewed her position as higher than that of Bak nam ju and others. Kim Sung-do said, Since I am the one whom heaven taught about Eve's mission, I am the one who must attend the Lord when he comes. When Rev. Kim Sung-do and her family failed to fulfill the responsibility in her mission, it was transferred to a woman who faithfully attended her, Rev. Hyo Ho-bin. Rev. Hyo's whole life was focused on the returning Lord. Heaven taught her how sin could be removed, how to live a daily life of attendance to the Lord, and how children should be raised after the Lord's coming. Rev. Hyo set up all the necessary traditions for living in attendance to the returning Lord. Rev. Hyo had to make these preparations before Korea's liberation from Japan in 1945. The principle of restoration is such that she needed to do this work during the seven years prior to the liberation. Then, God's plan for the returning Lord could have been fulfilled at the time of the liberation. The Messiah could have inherited the foundation that she had built and initiated a new history. Reverend Hyo stood one level lower than the returning Lord. She did not stand in the same position as the Lord. Rather, she stood in the position of symbolically giving birth to Him. Through her— The Lord could be born symbolically. This is according to the principle of restoration. Thus, her mission symbolized that of Mary. True Mother inherited the foundation of devotion of the Spirit-led churches. Mother's family was one that trusted in heaven. Three generations of women, with Damonym in the middle generation, were mobilized in order to attend the coming Lord. There were not many members in her family, so she grew up beautifully. Heaven gave Mother a strong will and ambition. The environment during the time she was growing up was quite difficult and lonely. Her mother, Damanim, spent a lot of time traveling all over the Korean Peninsula, searching for the coming Lord, and went through a great deal of suffering in preparing to meet Him. damonim's entire life of faith and devotion had only one objective. We must especially remember that, from the beginning, she was part of the new providential work that included proclaiming that the returning Lord would be born on earth as a human being. She participated in the new churches that God created for that purpose. Rev. Kim Sung-do, founder of the Holy Lord Church, was the first generation. Another line was represented by Rev. Hyo Ho-bin of the Inside the Womb Church. Their work laid the foundation that was bequeathed to True Mother. They formed the mainstream history from which Daemonum inherited the tradition of faith, but she was the first of these forerunners to actually attend the returning Lord, by giving birth to True Mother. Daemonim completed the work of these women who had labored through three generations to carry out the role of Eve. She made preparations discreetly, knowing that the will would bear fruit in True Mother's generation. Words cannot describe all the hardships she endured. The many ordeals she had to bear throughout her life are beyond description. No one not her siblings, her relatives, or her friends, was ever able to understand her. As she walked her lonely path of faith, she even subsisted on raw pine needles. Yet her belief never changed, and her faith never wavered, as she established the foundation for True Mother to meet me. The the inside-the-womb church believed that the returning Lord would come in the flesh, and that he would select his bride and twelve disciples. Hence, the church trained its members in how to attend the Lord. True Mother was trained in that special spiritual group. The mother of the founder of that church called Mother when she was six and gave her a special blessing. When I met Mother, I realized that she already had received all the blessings necessary to become the bride. Also, it was fitting that no men were involved in her spiritual preparation and that in her family, she was the only daughter. Reverend Lee Young-do was one of the representatives of Christianity who had been prepared to welcome the returning Lord. When the existing Christian churches expelled him, he founded the New Jesus Church. He connected to Reverend Kim Sung-do in Cholsan at the time when Reverend Park Nam-ju connected the spiritual churches on the eastern and western coasts of Korea. That is how in Damonham's family, her husband attended the New Jesus Church founded by a man while Damanem attended the Inside the Womb Church, founded by a woman. Damanem was a leading figure in that church. While Damanem was attending the Inside the Womb Church, she even left her home to search all over for the Lord. She received blessings from the pastors of the New Jesus Church and also from the Inside the Womb Church. This is what I discovered when I looked into True Mother's family. It had to be that way. To attend the Messiah— Mother's mother made many conditions of devotion. Damon worked harder than anyone else in Korea to meet the coming Lord. She was a member of a church that said that the Lord would come in the flesh. Mother had this kind of Eve-like responsibility. She received many blessings through devout grandmothers who knew her family and who represented all of Korean history. Grandmother Hong received education from important leaders of the Spirit-led churches that were preparing to meet the returning Lord. Then, shortly before they came down to South Korea, Hyo Ho-bin's mother blessed Mother, saying that she would become the Bride of Heaven. Rev. Kim Sung-do's church was on the west coast of North Korea. After she died, Rev. Hyo Ho-bin became its leader. True Mother's mother, Daemonim, was a devout member of that church. She first brought Mother to that church when she was four years old, and Rev. Hyo's mother gave her blessing to Mother when she was six. That blessing symbolized the bequeathal to Mother of the mission to attend the returning Lord. When I first met Mother, I already knew about this succession. Everything that God had prepared was realized in 1960. That is how true parents were able to emerge today. Based on this, it became possible to bestow the marriage blessing on the church members so as to make them God's children. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godible. Tune in tomorrow for a reading of True Mother came as the only begotten daughter. Godible is brought to you by the National Victory Fund. To donate, visit godible.org.